2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything.
3: at
4: Welcome into the Best Of. If you are listening to the Best Of podcast today, this is all Game of Thrones. If you want the regular show, it's non game of thrones and it's in the regular podcast you can download appreciate you listening to the outkick the coverage podcast and enjoy our game of thrones discussion now
1: hey stick to sports guy Stop bitching. We'll get right back to sports in a few minutes. This is different. Right now it's Outkick Outkick the Throats. A GOT recap. Call our studio lines now with your reaction and theories from around the country. At 877-996-6369. That's 877-99 on Fox. All right, so I
4: thought in general when we really break down episodes one and two this is all about setting up the final battle with the white walkers effectively last night's show was the jamie uh jamie uh lannister redemption tour like his farewell tour he talks to daenerys whose dad he killed he talks to uh, bran who he pushed off the uh, the ramparts when he was a kid he talks to uh, to Lady Brienne and turns her into a knight. And he also uh, comes and talks to Tyrion once more. Then it turns into the Tormund, uh, like a line-dropping joke show. And ultimately, it's everybody saying their goodbyes and what they believe might well be the final night of all of their lives. In terms of significant uh, understanding, to me, the most significant part of the episode was... With kind of this duality that we've anticipated for a while, Bran, who now considers himself to be the Three-Eyed Raven, uh, to me is now going to be the other side of the coin with the Night King. And that the only way, to me, that the Night King can die is probably also by Bran dying as well. Or at least by him uh, giving up being the Three-Eyed Raven. Uh, is It's almost like a Harry Potter and Dumbledore type situation Where I feel like it's you know I know that spoiler alert Harry Potter survives, uh, but I think it's going to be hard for uh, for Bran to survive uh, in this scenario. We also finally get Jon Snow telling uh, Daenerys that he's actually her nephew. I love that her first response upon finding out that she's in love with her nephew and has been sleeping with him is not oh my god this incest is uh is unacceptable it is to instead say uh oh wow well, now you've got a real claim on the iron throne as the last male heir of the targaryens so i want to bring in dub first because dub i think is doing more reading and everybody else uh what stood out to you about last night's episode
0: a few things definitely stood out. One of those, first of all, Tormund is amazing. I mean, his, his reaction asking if Brienne is still there, is the big woman still here. Yes. That was incredible. But Daenerys, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a real chance she could turn into a villain. The because queen. all she cares about is the throne. She doesn't care about anything else. Like you said, her first reaction was solely about the Iron Throne
4: which is funny because i think when you told most people now understandably there's been a lot of incest over the years in the targaryen family which is how they've ended up being as crazy as they are uh but you think most times when you find out that you're unexpectedly related to the person that you're sleeping with your first thought would be oh my god the incest not about uh the uh the power dynamics at play uh danny g what stood out to you about last night's episode
3: well Aria will not die a virgin. Yes, She finally got her spare from Gendry as you yeah. saw the jokes on yes. the internet afterwards. Of course, Giants Milk. I think Tormund stole the episode with the story he told about killing a giant at 10 years old. What a build-up for episode 3. It's one of the better build-ups, I think, of any series I've ever watched.
4: Yeah, I think episode three is supposedly going to be an hour and a half and will essentially feature a huge battle yeah. um, uh, between the White Walkers and uh, and basically everybody who's significant on the show, with really the exception of Cersei. I know that, uh, that Yara Greyjoy is back in the Iron Islands, but other than Cersei and Bronn, who theoretically might be traveling to Winterfell, um, other than those two Like, almost everybody who's significant in the show is now in Winterfell.
3: Yeah, I thought it was amazing, all of them sitting around the fire in the castle with Sir Brienne of Tarth uh, being knighted by Jamie. That was a great moment. And then Jenny's song, which was featured at the end of the episode, has to do with Danny's current romantic situation with Jon Snow. I read a cool article about it on Vox.com. They have a really good breakdown of the lyrics of that song and what it means.
4: All right. Uh what about you, uh, Roberto? Anything that stood out to you about the show?
3: <sighs> didn't watch. <laughs> had a long day yesterday, man. Easter Sunday. Oh. Yeah, let's say Roberto had too many Brewski's yesterday uh, at an Easter yeah. Sunday get together. It's either watch Game oh, of Thrones, man. then go straight to work after or go to sleep for like three hours and then elected to go to sleep. Uh all right, so of the three
4: of us, my theory remains that uh well let's let's go to you first dub are there any big theories that have emerged that you've seen from last night's show that are out there potentially as uh, we've only got four episodes left so obviously to me what has characterized game of thrones more than anything else is the unexpected right there's been great surprises whether it was ned stark getting decapitated in season one whether it was the red wedding in season three but many of those surprises have diminished over the years. John Stark, I mean, sorry, John Snow got killed, but then he, uh, you know, comes back to life. You had the iron, the Ice Dragon, uh, all that happening. But in general, what has happened is most of the surprises. Also, obviously, King Joffrey getting poisoned and dying all of a sudden. The thing that made Game of Thrones must see is at any moment anything could happen. And really, it seems like I know Cersei blew up the the Sept or whatever, but by and large, there hasn't been that much chaos in terms of uh, unexpected outcomes. I feel like that's probably coming in the next episode.
0: One hundred percent. And something that was mentioned throughout the the episode last night is the Crips, and those yes. Crips are and supposed to be they're the safe space. Be
4: safe, and yeah, we know. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm like, I'm,
0: I'm then, not really going out on a limb here. Those things are not safe. Okay, yes. there's going to be some bad, bad things that happen in those crypts next episode. And another thing that stood out—I forgot to mention earlier—the conversation between Bran and Tyrion that we didn't get to see. We yes. instead got to see a sex scene with Arya. But what was that conversation like? Because Bran obviously is a three-eyed raven and knows all, and Tyrion is you know maybe the cleverest yeah. man there. So that would have been something I would have loved to hear, and maybe we will we will hear part of that next episode.
4: Yeah, I feel like. Tyrion had to get important information by the way on the Arya sex scene that's really uncomfortable for a lot of people because she was like 10 years old when this show started and I don't know what she is now like I mean she's 19-
3: 21 in
4: real life all right so she was like 12 when they were 13 when the show started I mean she was really really young and now she's grown up to be 21 um but uh her being the first character to be seen topless like famous character Paid off at 15 to 1 on the odds. So if you were betting uh, in the Game of Thrones uh, universe, 15 to 1 on Aria would have been a, a heck of a payoff there. Uh, so, um, on top of all of this, you're right about the Crips, by the way. I feel like something, some sort of chaos is going to ensue there. And I still feel like there's major points of revelation that we haven't gotten that we're going to get. Um, When we come back, we'll continue to unpack these. We'll take a few of your Game of
1: Thrones calls if you want to weigh in with us. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code Two Pros. New customers play five bucks and get fifty in Pick Six credits. That's code Two Pros only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
1: terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
4: so, uh, let's go ahead and take some of your calls. We're reacting to last night's Game of Thrones episode. Who's up first, Dub?
0: We got Tim in Colorado.
4: Tim in Colorado, what you got for us? Hello? Yeah, we're here.
1: I swear to well, God! You can hear me, Clay. Talk! Speak! I'm trying to, Clay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Happy Easter, sir. Um... My two comments on uh, Game of Thrones are, one, I think the conversation between uh, the, the little girl and Davos was extremely important, and two, I don't think uh, I heard much about the children of men since Braun became a three-eyed raven, but I think they're going to play a role here in the next uh, next episode or two.
2: Yeah,
0: Happy w- Easter.
4: Yeah, happy Easter uh the little girl i mean look i think they are just flashing with as bright of lights as possible on everybody that the crypt is not safe and the young children may have a role in some way in the crypt in being useful against the white walkers maybe in a way that we don't anticipate uh we know that sam is going to be down there uh in the in the crypt uh somebody uh and Tyrion too uh Tyrion, theoretically yeah. would be down there as well that there may be a um, uh, an element. Also, remember that the baby that Gilly had was one that was theoretically going to be given to the White Walkers. If you remember back in the uh, in the, the story about the uh, the, the incestual uh, old man, what was his name, Craster, or something like that? You remember him? Uh, that that Gilly was saved from, um, where they would turn over the children to the White Walkers. Um, which was kind of a creepy story that we never really figured out exactly what the impact of that was, if you remember, right? Like, they would turn babies into White Walkers. Um, so uh, so that in and of itself may be an intriguing plot point that reemerges in some way uh, in, uh, in the crypt uh, elements of the story, which will be taking place next Sunday. All right, who's up next?
0: We got Keith down in Georgia.
4: Keith in Georgia. What's up, Keith? All
3: right. So I think that next episode, Daenerys is uh, going to pull her armies from the battle uh she so essentially she's going to let the north fall daenerys's claim to the throne is like now being threatened and she went to the north under the belief that the north had become loyal to her through john
4: thanks for calling keith 14 years old uh allowed to watch game of thrones wow um, and that's not a, i mean i don't think that daenerys is going to pull her army over the fact that she now has a challenge to her throne But we didn't mention the conversation between Sansa and Daenerys, which I would call the hot girl summit. Um, And uh, they seem to be getting along better. But right before Theon arrives, Sansa has the conversation and she says, "Okay, what happens to the north uh, if you are one day sitting on the Iron Throne? And we don't get an answer to that issue, which is obviously one that looms fairly large in uh, in this story overall. So, yes, that uh, that is one possibility. But if she pulls her army, I don't know where she goes. Now, a couple of people hopped into uh, my email and, and also my mentions and said, hey, by the way, we didn't see the Night King at the end of Episode 2. Do you think it's possible that he on his dragon could fly all the way down to King's Landing and attack Cersei and not be there for the battle that would be intriguing but I assume that we're going to see the the Night King and uh, Theon we should mention also as part of the uh, part of his redemptive arc is now going to be sitting with Bran out uh, by the tree uh, kind of having uh, having the Night King drawn to him Uh, what uh, what else we got
0: we got David in Texas
4: David in Texas what you got for us David
1: hey Clay love the show man hey I thought the I thought the best moment uh, was when uh, Theon came back and kind of went full circle. But I know you guys kind of already talked about that. Man, yeah. What do you think about that? that? Am I the only guy that just got teary?
4: Uh, yeah, I think you're a wuss. Uh, look, I mean, the Theon, I kind of knew that was coming, but when Sansa runs and hugs him, and he says, "I want to fight for Winterfell," again, it's his narrative arc kind of coming to fruition after all the taunting and and uh, and uh, everything that happened from Ramsay Bolton over the years. Um, I think the challenge, I saw Whitlock, Jason Whitlock tweet about this, is there isn't really a villain right now on Game of Thrones uh, other than Cersei. Uh, And typically, there has been a big villain that everybody rooted against, whether it was Ramsay Bolton, whether it was Joffrey. There isn't really, I I know the Night King is a villain, but it's not a villain in the same way because he's not a traditional human. And so I think that's a little bit of a challenge that's going on right now. Uh, in the storyline and we'll see what happens in the battle which i think will probably be better i think this episode three of game of thrones i think it will be better than any movie that comes out this year in terms of sheer entertainment uh that's how high my expectations are for next week's episode but effectively this has been the first two of the episodes have been almost entirely preludes for episode three so I'm hoping we're going to finish on a real rush here with three four five and six but we'll have to see so far we haven't had a lot of sizzle
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live Oh, 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 O'Reilly. you need parts O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts